So, I'm here with the uh, Slow Readers Club. Just seen their gig here in Munich tonight at the Miller Club. Absolutely fantastic. I'm covered in sweat, actually, and I, I smell a little bit, but that's, I'm sure not as yeah. bad as the band, probably. <laughs> uh, nice to meet you, guys. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. Good. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, I'm going to ask you a few questions about the uh, background, history, influences, that kind of thing, and uh, yeah, let's see how it goes. So, okay. we've got, uh, if you'd like to introduce yourselves first. I'm Kurt, play guitar. I'm Aaron, I sing. Sometimes play keyboards. David, play drums. I'm James and I play bass. Alright, nice one. Um, so, Slow Readers Club. Uh, I've already read before where the name came from, but uh, I want to hear it from you guys. Why the Slow Readers Club? Um, it, was, <laughs> it was from when, when I was in school. Um, I, got a tour, I was on a tour of classrooms and like went to the English room, science room and stuff like that when I was going from junior school to senior school. And there was a room called Special Needs. Um, and I thought that was just bizarre that you'd be sort of, and a bit scary actually as a, as a kid. Because um, I, I would have been told I need a rocket up my ass at that point. So I was a bit scared of being in there to be honest. Um, but it, yeah, it was a bit weird that you'd be taken out of mainstream education. And it's a sort of uh, a rejection of that. The Slow Readers Club is like, we're the underdogs, don't underestimate us. Fuck you, kind of thing. Sorry if I'm not like that. <laughs> Sorry for swearing. No, you're allowed to swear, don't worry. Right. Okay. I do it almost yeah. every time I'm on air. So. <laughs> um, okay, uh, your musical influences. Now, you're not a typical Manchester type band, music wise. Yeah. Okay, so who do you see? What were your main influences? Anything from Manchester or is it a wider kind of influential sphere? That, um, I think we are. We all listen to Manchester stuff, like you would growing up, but we won't necessarily say we're influenced by it. Not necessarily musically. Yeah, not maybe directly culture. anyway. Yeah. yeah, more maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we all like different kind of things, and and so when we we write songs, it it helps that we don't. If we all like the same thing, then I suppose we just end up writing songs. If we were all mad Morrissey fans or something, we'd probably write songs to try to sound like Morrissey, wouldn't we? But don't, don't get me wrong, you know, we like the Smiths and stuff like that, but yeah, because we like different stuff, we just write songs that we like, we all like, and that's why maybe we do our own thing and we, we're a bit different yeah. to other Manchester bands, I don't know. I think we like we like pop music and we like, you know, cooler music as well. You, 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 I think sonically sometimes I, I, I'll try and draw from stuff like Echo and the Bunnymen and... Uh, and then more recent bands like, well, certainly on the last album, um, what they called from everything, everything, you know, that way, with lyrically and uh, vocal melody wise, it's a bit more broken up. Um, but yeah, I think basically, if it's got a, a very good hooky melody and the, and words that mean something, then we tend to like it, and that's what we try and that's our sort of blueprint. And also, also you know, I've told me you dance to, can dance to as well, and have a good time. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> talking about lyrics, um, you do have, um, I wouldn't say a reputation, but for, I mean, I've, I've been following you for a few years now. I was, I was a DJ friend of mine in Manchester, put me on to you, and uh, your lyrics are quite dark. Yeah. Uh, a lot of religious uh, 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 references. references in there. Thank you. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, the lyrics. And, <laughs> and I would say your lyrics are very Manchester. Yeah, I guess. It's um, it. sort of rained on. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a uh, dark yeah. grey sky. A bit like we stuff. had today. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, I'll come up with some good lyrics tonight because I got absolutely soaked. <laughs> <laughs> so is that, um, 
do your lyrics reflect uh, your own personal experiences or yeah I guess that um, it, I try it's uh, trying to find your place in the world and uh, it's my opinion on you know how we relate to one another how society uh, deals with us and how, we, how you know politics deals with us and, um, I don't know so it's it's I try and have a I, I put stuff out there that people I figure people think but don't always say if you know what I mean and then, and a lot of people seem to identify with that there's some people that are really connected with it and had it tattooed on them and all sorts of stuff and you know and you get messages all the time saying people have related to it and it's helped them through with stuff and all that but equally these people that just like to La la la, along with it. That's fine as well. Yeah, get shit face. Yeah, it's not like uh, yeah. It's. I think certainly on the last the last couple of albums, it's not been uh, as exclusively uh, downbeat. I think there's 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 more optimism in the in the in the more recent ones. Like uh, you have the heart and plant the seed, sort of the love songs, but with I suppose little bits of uh, social comment on on them as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, um, I've got to agree. Actually, I think I've noticed that as well with the latest album, Build a Tower. Mm. It seems a, lot, a bit more positive, yeah. even the music as well. So, um, and that's that was also reflective because we were more positive in where we yeah. were getting to. Yeah, yeah, and it was all written in a positive year, so that frame of mind, songs were just coming like that, and probably, yeah, yeah. probably not kind of effective the lyrics as well. Just yeah. our mind frame was just more positive when we wrote it in two thousand and eighteen. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. This, is this because you'd because uh, we were just we were just felt like we were getting somewhere in progress yeah, yeah you played a lot of festivals last year didn't you yeah, yeah, yeah it was the year before one of the yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Cavalcade had been a success and, and we'd had the uh, support tour with James and we'd got That's an right. audience around the country and we were selling out bigger and bigger venues and we got signed to a record label and you know it was so it was all your mindset yeah so like after years of sort of slugging it out and playing to like 20 people in fucking Birmingham or whatever, you suddenly play into two and a half thousand people, then three and a half thousand people, and play into loads of like main stage at Alawite and main stage at Kendall Colin, and, and it's suddenly it's happening, so it's hard to be miserable in that context, I suppose. I read somewhere else that uh, before you signed up to, or well, signed to your current label, Modern Sky, that's mm. it, thanks. <laughs> um, you basically you were the archetypal DIY band. Yeah, you released the tracks yourselves. Yeah. Um, what was that like? I mean, you were still you still had full time jobs as well, I presume. Yeah. 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 We still had full time jobs when we signed the with the label. When I when we released Build the Tower, we had full time jobs. We didn't quit our we jobs until last yeah. December. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we sold out the Apollo, and we were still got to work. So, yeah, on the day, I on the day of the Apollo, we were waiting for Jim to finish teaching mm. before we could start soundcheck. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, you know, so it, it's it, that, that was a bit fucked up, to be honest. But it, but that's what got us yeah, to. Yeah. We realised we could do that. We can, you know, we can give give up our jobs and we can do that. Still a risk, though, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, a calculated risk. Calculated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we added yeah. the sums. Yeah. We we have to, you know, you got to tell your families and everything else that you're doing it and be confident. You we just, you know. We were wise with the, the, the you know the hard-earned money that people spent on T-shirts and albums and everything else. We didn't we didn't yeah. spend that two years. And we, we, kept, saved, we, kept, we saved yeah, that up kept as a to, as a kitty for us to be able to do what we're doing now. Okay. So we weren't yeah we weren't taking people's money and just fucking spending it on shit. We 
we just put it in, put it over in Jim's bed. Has <laughs> 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 he found it? Yeah. <laughs> Every now and again, he comes back and says, oh, yeah, I've got found another hundred quid. <laughs> <laughs> found a few used condoms, you know. <laughs> <laughs> slightly worried because they're mine. See what I'm in it. It's me, mum and dad. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been drinking? This day when they minded the dog, we know that. They're not really, they've not done that. So, what was it like touring with James last year? Uh, it, was, it was longer ago than that. Yeah, actually, but yeah. Long, it was not really. Yeah. Three, three years ago. Two thousand sixteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, but we did do it. We did Castle. Castle Field. Yeah, Castle Field was last year. Yeah, two thousand seventeen. No, two thousand seventeen. Yeah. Right. It, 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 yeah. It's gone quite recently. It, yeah, yeah, it, it, it gave us a platform to play in front of more people, and right. that's what we've been screaming out for for ages. So it just gave us that chance to go. Yeah, this is what we're all about. If you like it, but if you don't, then fair enough. And luckily, people liked it. And then when we started doing our own gigs afterwards, we were getting more and more people there. And we'd already got to a level where we were, we were all right, mm. but that we needed that. And to be honest, we still need that now. You know, we, we, we still need things like getting on the radio, getting on radio back home, getting on playlists on Spotify, supporting bigger bands than us because we want to get as many fans as we can. So this can be a proper long term thing for us instead of us, you know, hopefully next time we play in Munich. There's twice as many people, and you know we maybe get that by playing some festivals because we've got a festival later on in the year, and we're playing Hamburg later on in the year. So anything like that where people can give us a, a just a, a leg up and help us to play in front of more people, you know we're still crying out for it. So we will never be above ourselves and think that we're not willing to support a band because we always are. The thing about the James tour that was most special to me was they took us in like like our fans do they they were like they wanted yeah, us to do band. well they yeah, were yeah, properly yeah. willing us to do well they were going you guys should be bigger and they wanted to help us Jim and Saul in particular <coughs> were like just proper fans and like watched us from the wings and uh, Saul's the children watched, well, us, yeah, yeah. Yeah, watched us and like it, it's sort of uh, I mean we still speak to them on, on the phone and stuff like that and like Saul will say you know me has been singing your songs in the car again and stuff like that it's just nice um, and if, you know for a band that we, I, I'd grown up we'd all grown up listening to you know a big, big Manchester band it was incredible I remember getting the email actually in work and just like proper hairs on the back of your neck, neck moment when because they tweeted about us and then we managed to get a CD to them and then we got an email back saying that you can come on for 14 days on this tour it was just it was like Brixton Academy Manchester Apollo, uh, Manchester Arena eventually, and it was just life changing. Basically, it was the, the yeah, it's what catalyst. started, it's what yeah. made this possible. Without that, this would not have been possible. Yeah. We all don't know. Yeah, oh, it's pretty cool. I mean, James is one of my favourites as well. So, now to a band like that invites you on tour, you can't say no, can no, you? Certainly. So, maybe you'll be able to do a, another band a favour some sometime in the future. Yeah, yeah. like them some doors. <laughs> well, happy Mondays when we pass war again. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got any uh, any favourite gigs that you've done? Anything memorable? Tons. Um, the Apollo, the Apollo, yeah. Three and a half thousand people singing your fucking tunes back is uh, is is hard to beat, really, isn't it? But the, the smaller rooms are good so, yeah, as well. Trades Club, Hampton yeah. Bridge, which sold out in like minutes, was yeah. was ridiculous. 
very yeah. met. I saw that again in minutes. It was yeah. just Leaf things like that. Yeah. yeah. The first time we went to Ireland, because we had some airplay on the... Um, GXFM. Yeah, which was plant seed. It sold out in, it was 300 cap, cap and sold out in seven days. And it's like, we've never been to Ireland. We're able to say, it's like, whoa, what's happened? So it just shows what radio can do. If you've got that, in the, got that kind of level in the UK, national play, then hopefully that would be similar. So that was great because people really noticed after the show, they wanted, the first time people really wanted to speak to us by merch, have our photographs. Yeah, it's probably back in. It was a bit like whoa. 2017 was that? Yeah. We felt like the Beatles for a minute and went, hang on, this isn't even happening back to Yeah, it was the first time that kind of thing had happened. Felt like a proper band, I suppose. Yeah. But that was memorable. Have you you not had any play on the BBC then or anything? Bits and bobs. It's it's been spot plays. So like yeah. So we played again. We're looking for Shiza. <laughs> but yeah, we've been played on Six Music and we were on the coverage. Lamac round table for one of the singles and stuff. But ideally, you need to be play, properly playlisted yeah, and played yeah. a few times yeah. a day. And yeah. you know, not just Six Music, but Radio X and Radio 2, Radio 1, whatever. Um, but the people that, who have helped yeah. us out. It's been great, and we yeah, appreciate yeah, it. It's not like it's yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we've and the film people know who we're talking about. But it's just not been enough mainstream-wise, and you know, like say, um, at the right time of day where people are actually really listening to the radio, as opposed to have the impact. So it's we'll see. You never know. No, positive for the maybe future. Maybe a new John Peel will come along. Yeah, yeah. any people who played us, it's been brilliant because you know there's. There's a lot of pressure to play a lot of shit on the radio. So people who play us like yourself or people who are at BBC or whatever, you know, good on them for fucking wanting to play music that they're actually into instead of playing music that they're probably playing thinking it's fucking shite. <laughs> because most radio DJs, I guarantee, play stuff that they don't even fucking like. Oh, yeah. And But the ones who do, whether it's rap music, whether it's music like us, it doesn't matter if they're playing stuff that they're into, then you, you can't argue with them people, can you? True, very true. Yeah. I only play the music I like on my shows. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was just the first thing I said when I started this show. Uh, okay, are there any gigs that were absolute disasters? Uh, we did one uh, semi pissed. That was ages ago. Yeah. That was like seven years yeah, ago. We, we did a lot. We did a lot to like no. Yeah. Like, we've gone like, way out, way out yeah, of Manchester. Like, we've gone all the way to like Middlesbrough. Was one. It was literally, it was only the, the promoter, the bar staff, and literally, that was it. There was literally nobody there at all. We've had gigs like that, but no touch, no massive disasters, like, technically, or anything, really. I played in Zagreb the other day where, like, the, there was no one on the lights, and they just, it's like switching the fucking big light on in your living room. <laughs> and then for, like, the first three songs, it's like someone shining a fucking... Torch. Yeah, it's like your head. That's a very good gig, but the yeah. first three tunes were like. But eventually, I went, can yeah. you turn some lights on? It's like working. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, okay, it's like yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Um, so this is your first European tour, as a headlining act, anyway. Yeah, it's your first European tour. And yeah, you've been, you've already played in Germany. No, Germany was cancelled. One in Hamburg. You've been in Zurich, I've just seen. We played last year at Reaper Barn Festival in Hamburg as well. That's right. Um, and what's, sorry, where are you off to next? 
Paris. Paris. Day after, day after yeah. tomorrow. Tomorrow. Film. We're yeah. driving part way there tomorrow, and then we play Paris, and then we've got two festivals at home. Um, in the UK, yeah. and then we uh, we it's back in Rockwork. Should I think the, the one after in that Belgium, is twenty yeah. ninth? Yeah, there's Rock quite Rock a few in Rotterdam. European festivals like Rockpool and Tarbatol and yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big big festival year for us. This Europe's we've got more European as well. Yeah. We we you know it's we're um, we're serious about like playing here and playing as much as we can, and we're getting some good festivals over here and. That the response we're getting off people is really good and we love just being out there and travelling and seeing new people. Don't get me wrong, we love playing in the UK but <laughs> we've we've for the last seven years or whatever we've always said, Oh I've got to get out there playing Europe so this for us is like a dream come true the fact that we're doing it now. And we'll definitely be back. Do you think you might make it to Innsbruck? Possibly, I won't say no. We'll, we'll literally we'll play we'll, anywhere. We'll, we'll play anywhere. If, one, yeah. if, if people book a gig and say, you know, yeah, we think we can do some tickets there, you, you'll have people there watching you. Yeah. Then why not? You know, we've uh, yeah. we've 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 played and we've driven some fucking miles to get to some of these we're gigs. We've played in China. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think we can make it to. We've very yeah. rarely turned yeah. anything down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We played in Liverpool, so. <laughs> <laughs> we're not playing anywhere. Yeah, we're not playing anywhere. 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 We're then back in fact, then it's festival season. We're doing a bit of recording out there. Yeah. Doing, yeah. And then a couple of festivals and then in between them just writing and just making up new stuff and yeah, arguing and stuff like that. <laughs> okay. I'm about to do, yeah. <laughs> Fighting. Like a family. Yeah. Alright, but happy well. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um thanks very much guys for taking the time no, out. Thank you, no, thank um, you. Cheers. I know, I know you've uh, had a lot of long drives. I saw your video on Facebook today and stuff. So, uh, yeah. Um, thank you very, very much for, uh, like I say, taking the time out for the interview. Good luck with the rest of the Thanks uh, very tour. much, mate. Thank you, And uh, keep up the good work. Lovely to meet you. Thank 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 you.